welcome to the Yarra Jets podcast, the pod for anyone who just has some dude referee your state league games after the paid referee doesn't show up. Before we begin, as always, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we live, work and play our football. For us, that is the lands of the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung. In particular, on this Mother's Day special episode, I'd like to acknowledge the Aboriginal women who have fought so fiercely for both the survival of their children and their culture. I'm a proud descendant of Wiradjuri women, and my existence is living proof of their survival. Sovereignty was never ceded, and it always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So, today on this podcast, we have two very special guests, although one of them isn't really a guest because she's here every week. Fiona Dutchy Holland. Dutchy, how are you doing? I'm really well, thanks, Taryn. How are you? I'm good. I'm a bit cold. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit like that now. It's bloody freezing. <laughs> may, really? as well be, may as well be in winter. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. Winter winter is not only coming, it is yeah. here. It's almost, it's almost beanie wearing weather at training. Mm, mm, yeah. we're almost there that says mm, something yeah. absolutely it's, it's it's puffer jackets over hoodie season yep now our special guest for today's episode is bridget now bridge you weren't at any of the games this weekend because of some <laughs> unfortunate events but yes you're a mum, so we got you in anyway oh thanks tell us, guys tell us about yourself <laughs> Um, my name's Bridget. Um, I've been, well, this is my first play playing at the Jetties. Um, but I played at Fitzroy for a few years before that and at another club a few years before that. Um, I've played for probably 24 years, I think. Um, so a while, um, I don't know if it looks like I've played for 24 years when I play. Almost as um, much as I've been alive. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, soccer's been in my blood, in my family forever. My mum and dad played and I used to run around on the sideline watching mum play when I was a toddler. And I think um, we were, um, um, my sister and I were playing netball and we were just like begging to play soccer for a few years and finally got to play. So yeah, I've been playing soccer for a long time and um yeah, play on the left back or left wing or right back or right wing if I need to be moved. And yeah, that's pretty much me. Awesome. You, didn't, you didn't say that you're a twin. I'm a twin, yes. Yes. So I have played with my twin sister, Danny, for ever, but um, we've sometimes been in different, living in different states and playing in different teams and for different clubs. So I like forced her to move to Melbourne a few years ago and then she had one good year and then she had two years of lockdown. Um, But I encouraged her to come play at Fitzroy and then at um, Yarra Jets as well. So it's really nice to be playing with her again. There was a player yesterday at the game that asked me in all seriousness, there's another girl that really looks like Bridget that plays. I haven't seen her for a while, but 
it's amazing. She looks so much like Bridget. And I'm like, um, that would be her identical twin sister. <laughs> oh, my God. I love when people don't know. It's great. Should I call her out? Go on. Yes. Megan. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Megan is new for context. Is it so, yes, she is. Yeah, so weird. Yeah. This is the Yarra Jets Twins and Triplets podcast. <laughs> right. Well, let's, let's uh, jump right into us recounting the games. On Friday night, on a freezing night in Murrelbark, the State Threes played a game. Unfortunately, it was a 3-1 loss. A controversy in this game, it's fair to say. Mm -hmm. Dachi, what happened? Talk us through it. Oh, what controversy. Well, Taryn, you can help me out because the first thing we need to say here is Taryn played on the field. Uh, which was pretty amazing. But um, I guess the first thing, you know, so it's always devastating to lose, um, but there were there were some lots of positives as well. The first thing or the first way I want to describe this game is that the ref didn't show up and I didn't realise it was a volunteer refing. I just, like, I must have missed that. I must have been too nervous to focus or something and see this ref running around and he's all in black and sometimes he had long sleeves on I guess the ref would always you know they either wear black purple or yellow is that right I think anyway so I looked at him I'm like oh he's got long sleeves on okay the ref must be cold that's fine and didn't think too much of it his first call of the match was a called a free kick against us um Ash who was on last week called got it (laughs) <laughs> so he's giving given a free kick against us and we're all like why what did she do and he's like oh she called got it now i just oh we're my state god le- is that still a rule? Well, it, it is but we're state league three and you're a filling ref like just focus on the other rules please because <laughs> <laughs> you know like i know it's hard to ref and I, when you're a volunteer you know all credit to you i wouldn't do it but, um, you know, there were some calls that probably didn't go our way that we wanted to. And there was, you know, a moment where one player became quite emotional about that. Um, Rocket, hello. To um, listeners of last week's <laughs> podcast, that is the very same Rocket who we <laughs> did call out to be most likely to arc up at a referee. And it happened. So the, pod- the podcast is magical. Although she did That's feel so very funny. bad about it. She felt I very bad about, about, about Rocket. Yeah, no. <laughs> she she doesn't want it to continue. She does feel, you know, she she does she's not really that kind of person. But a player did take her out, and I think, you know, if I was Rocket and have that play out again, I would have just faked an injury. You always get a free kick when you fake an injury. You know, she just kind of got straight back up and yelled at the ref. I would have just laid there for a while, you know, <laughs> held my head or something. I don't know. I just think that's maybe how she should deal with it in the future. Anyway, aside from that, um, I don't know. What do you think, Taryn? It was, did we, I think maybe our shape, we've got a bit of work to do on our positioning um, and the coach is going to work on some of that. There were some good parts of the game though. We had some uh, great shots. Um, Kirsten scored a great goal for us, which was fantastic. Um, I think one of the goals was probably, you know, we could have avoided it. The other two, you know, they were unfortunate, but they were, 
good goals. Um, Taryn um, got the instruction, I think, at halftime just to sprint and score a goal. <laughs> so she just went out there and was running her heart out. You had one <laughs> shot, didn't you? You know it what? Wasn't, I, I it wasn't very good. I had, like, I, no, no, no. I had an opportunity <laughs> for a shot. I had an opportunity okay, right. for a shot. And do you know what? I'm so devastated about this. Because if you'd done like a goal kick, like you would as a keeper, it would have gone in. But it just yeah. kind of piffed off your toe. Yeah, but it wasn't because I wasn't trying to shoot. So oh, okay, got it. I, I, <laughs> this is what happens. So look, as a goalkeeper, I bark out instructions all game. If you can hear a little like like a uh, bit of a croak in my voice, it's because I was behaving like a pork chop yesterday on Sunday, right? <laughs> so this is what I do all game. And then I, <laughs> then I get on the field. I'm like, oh, it can't be that hard. Kick the ball. <laughs> I am on the edge of the box with an open net and like fire, like defenders, like the Red Sea has parted. I could have (laughs) so easily had a shot. And for some reason, I waited for someone to make a run and tried to play a pass. Now, oh, is it a pass? Because I was just like, it was meant to be a pass. I know. I had so much time. Oh, uh, that was your opportunity. You never that get to play was, on the field again. I know. I've replayed that moment in my head. <laughs> you have no idea how many times I've replayed oh. that moment in my head. I, I was playing at right wing and I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> devastating. devastating. But, but I do have to say about the game. I mean, it's, it was, it was kind of a weird one because they were, they were probably slightly better, but not, mm. It was, it was, they, they kind of, they had three opportunities and they scored three times. And I think that's what was kind of annoying. Like they, they probably had more possession. They probably had a bit more control of the match, but they didn't actually carve out that many opportunities. And that's why it was a bit weird to be like, we were losing three nil before Kirsten scored the, scored the long range goal. And it didn't feel right. It was, it sort of felt, but then I don't feel like we deserved, like, I don't feel like we created the opportunities either. Yeah. Um, yeah. It sort of felt like on another day it would have been a boring nil all, but they just happened to score every single time they looked at the goal, which yep. is annoying. <laughs> and I was so annoyed at the end, one of the strikers, you know, we went and shook her hand and she was like, oh, I'm just so angry about that. I'm like, what do you mean you scored? I'm like, I was really angry at you when you scored. And she's like, oh, it took me 75 minutes to score. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, does it, you normally score before that? I'm like, oh, I felt quite proud of our effort holding her to 75 minutes. <laughs> she was so angry. And I'm like, whoa. Settle down. Yeah, I told her to settle down. I'm like, I can't tell yourself. anyone to settle down. Yeah. Settle down. The other, the other thing, well, we did an injury in the warm-up. Unfortunately, mm. Cookie um, did a little injury. And oh, no. I guess the other highlight, yeah, the other highlight of the game is we had the return of Twin, who is a player that um, has played with us for a lot of years, but um, did a nasty knee injury, I think, before COVID, like 2019. And this is her first game back. And it was really exciting to have her on the pitch. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was it was really great to see to see Twin on the pitch. I I completely blanked out. Then did you mention that she coached last season? I didn't. You can you can she, talk about that. She also coached last season. Yeah. Um, we had we had three teams last season, and Twin was the coach of the state four team, I believe. So, 
it was so good to see her back out there. We love Twin. I have, yeah. I've not met a single person that doesn't love Twin. We all love Twin. We all love Twin. This is a this they is don't a, exist. This is a Twin hype pod. <laughs> Duchy, how's the new coach going? Um. Well, he well, it was his first game that he coached on Friday night, and I guess he doesn't really know us, so he was clearly just trying to put us in positions. And I think there are a few people helping out kind of thing, but I think probably the positive of the game is he saw how he played, how we played. He put a few of us in different positions. He's going to work us hard tomorrow night, apparently. He wants us all there, and um, I think he'll be really good. Mm. I think he's going to be good for us. He just seems like a nice man. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. That's good. That's sometimes not the thing that he is. Sorry, Taryn. That's something that we not we don't always see in um coaches for women. That exactly. they're just a, like a nice person. So <laughs> well, all all of our coaches at Yarra Jets are nice people. We will say that. Except Paul. I'm oh, kidding. I'm I, kidding. I, I'm kidding. I said that. I said that because I thought Paul would be thinking, oh, I hope they don't mean me. <laughs> I said that specifically because I know Paul listens. Everyone's great except for Paul, who is the worst. Um, <laughs> um, for those who are listening who don't know, uh, we really did struggle to find a coach this season for our state three team uh, but we do have one now his name is Adam he is a lovely young man and let's hope for lots of success in the future I for one am glad that I'm not playing state three because the first training session he took he made them sprint and as previously discussed it's not my forte <laughs> so <laughs> Good luck with that, guys. All right, we will move on now to. Are the... we having a player of the match? Oh, of course. Oh my god, let's not move on. Who's well, your player of the match? Just quickly, I don't really know. I just had to think of it. Like Peter, I guess she played ninety minutes and she created a lot of runs. <laughs> I was the... feeling it on Sunday as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. You know, you want to give Kirsten scored a goal. Kirsten, the thing about Kirsten, like she was playing in the back line with me for a bit, and I, you know tried to look over to kind of tell her to shuffle. She was always exactly where I wanted her to be. Just, I was really impressed with that, Kirsten. Well done. Imagine. Yeah. This is a Kirsten hype pod now. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And she scored a goal. <laughs> didn't, didn't have to tell her anything. Not that you tell them, you know, but you have to communicate in the back line. She was always like one step ahead of me, but maybe that's why she's in state league too. <laughs> All right. Speaking of State League 2, uh, they also played a game. It was on Sunday at a more normal time uh, at home against King's Domain, or as they called themselves, Queen's Domain, which I quite enjoyed, actually. Unfortunately, it was a 2-1 loss. But I have to say, against probably one of the better teams in the league, we looked like we matched it with them, and that was really good so I don't I don't really know where to start with taking us through the game you know last week there was a very clear you know we warmed up and it was always all very you know exciting and and bridge got injured and there was a whole thing right there was a lot of build-up to that injury there was there was there was a clear narrative you know um I don't really remember what happened before this game I sort of I got there 
uh, and then we were playing. I remember being sort of not too worried because I knew they were a very good team. They won their first two games. Uh, I think we said on the pod that they they lost against Melbourne Uni, but they actually won. Oh, did they? Did I get that wrong? That, yeah. that might have been because the website wasn't updated. Probably. The website wasn't updated, correct. Yeah. They, it they still did isn't, beat, by the way. They did yeah. beat Melbourne Uni 3-2, who oh. we know were one of the stronger uh-huh. teams in the competition. So we knew that they were going to be strong as well. Um, their warm-up looked very good. It looked very professional. They, they had many cones, which is always the sign of a good team is cones. Uh, but then Milo informed us that they were doing static stretches and not <laughs> dynamic stretches. So therefore they actually weren't that good because static stretches are rubbish. So mind games, mind games. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we start playing. So 2018. Yeah, exactly. Like static stretches. Like what, what is this? Like primary school? God. Um <laughs> that's that's deeply unfair so we get onto the field and uh, immediately we knew we had our work cut out for us they pressed and pressed and pressed and they pressed hard we have been working on playing out from the back and have have had mixed results this season I think it's fair to say I think the first game we did it pretty well second game less well we were actually doing it okay but they had a very clear plan they were clearly very well coached and they set up for goal kicks for like any time I had the ball, any time the defense had the ball, and it was really difficult to play out. So I think it took us maybe half of the first half to kind of start figuring it out. I had had to start taking goal kicks from a more central position and just start like belting them long, um, just start sending it over their like wall of players that they had uh, pressing us in a little bit. And we started to, to build into it. We started to grow into the game a little bit, um, but then unfortunately conceded in the first half. So uh, we went into the halftime break one nil down, but kind of with our heads held high, we were like, okay, like, you know, they're clearly outplaying us a little bit, but we're still really in the game. Halftime, Paul was like, come on, let's just, you know, keep playing the way we play. And uh, we really, we really improved in the second half, I think. We, we really, really played well. It was, a, it was a bit of a gut punch, actually, when we conceded the second goal because we had, I think, in the second half, we were the better team. Um, the second goal, was it was just a bit of those. It was just, That's awesome. Yeah, it was a bit of a lucky break, that second goal. Uh, I think it someone tried to make a tackle. Someone missed a tackle or something, and uh, they they managed to get in behind and score, which is deeply annoying for me i'm not gonna gonna go into it carried on like a pork chop um but nonetheless we were two nil down which was very frustrating (laughs) and then they started time wasting which oh that's the worst it was it was very no but it kind of worked for our advantage so what began to happen is they started very frequently making substitutions so for those who aren't familiar we have uh, rolling substitutes rolling interchange um at our level so you can make as many subs as you want off and on off and on off and on and that's what they were doing and their coach was actively encouraging them to walk slowly off the field um oh, they were winning two nil. yes 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 he was actively encouraging them so at this point, you know, they're two nil up and there's still maybe 20, 25 minutes to go in the game. Uh, and they're, they're time wasting quite badly. Um, and so of course I'm having a go at them. <laughs> did the, re- did the ref say anything? Well, 
So every single time they did this, and because I didn't want to like, I didn't want to complain to the referee because I knew the referee would have, would be on top of it, right? So every single time they did it, I said, that's okay. That's all right. It'll be, it'll be added on in injury time. Don't worry about it, girls. You know, it's just a bit of a break for us. Don't stress, no stress. You know, it's just, it's a time for us to rest and recover and the referee will add it on. Into they, don't, they don't add on problem. time anymore. But he did. He did. Oh, good. <laughs> he did. So good. I've said, no, don't worry, girls. Don't worry, girls. It'll just be injury time. It'll just be, don't worry about it, right? And you could see them. They I could obviously hear it because I was saying this every single time. Their coach was like laughing and laughing anyway. He stopped laughing because we actually scored and it was 2-1 and there was still a good 10 minutes of normal time left and you could see them panic. You could see them go, oh, my God, because they had been the better team and, like, to be completely, like, blunt, like, they were the better team, right? But we had them, they were panicking. They stopped playing. Suddenly they were like, oh my God, the long balls and nonsense. And we were just continued to take the absolute piss. And at one point someone was trying to like time waste, like with the ball in, in our corner. Like, what is this? The Premier League? What are you doing? <laughs> time wasting in the corner? What are, like, what on earth? Like, come on, man. It's day two. Like just belt the ball out. Like, what are you doing? No, um, we all love a good time waster. <laughs> I mean, yeah, coming from me. Probably... Yeah, only if they're on our team. <laughs> well, I, I did notice there was um, like it was a goal kick, Karen, and the ball had gone out behind, obviously behind the goals, and you've run so quickly to collect the ball and run it back on. And I'm like, oh, this is a different challenge to the one we've sometimes seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, when we're winning to one, I'm a menace to society. But uh, in this case, I'm mad at them. No, I'm not. I'm not mad at them. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get the win in the end. There was a few uh, interesting long shots. One in particular from Loz, who I'm going to bully about this because she had a, she had a couple of those big long shots, didn't she? I could see the headline. I could see the podcast oh. title, and then she missed them by so much. <laughs> the second one. The second one was the best. It was so it's, far off. It's, it's such a big kick. So good. So it good. Was, it was so ambitious. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, She'll get one one day. She'll get yeah. one. Yeah. We, we couldn't get the, the goal in the end. Uh, it would have been nice to get a draw. I think a draw would have been very well deserved. But at the end of the day, they, they were a very good team. Uh, I think it bodes really well for us. I think at the beginning of the season, I thought top half was very possible. And now I'm like, do you know what? Like we're actually as good as the best teams in the league. So there's no reason why we can't do even better than it's that. exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's good. Um, it's always amazing, like, um, when you go into the halftime break and you're, you know, maybe not playing as well as you want to be and then coming out and, you know, being the better team or being really competitive in that second half, it's always really positive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think, like, obviously we were more tired in the second half because we're old. But the whole thing was just, like, so much better. It was it was really great. And it's really it's, – it's genuinely, like, really cool to see. I think – player of the match I'm gonna go again I'm gonna mirror Dutchie I'm actually gonna say Kirsten because again I think another 90 minutes in midfield and controlled the game can't ask for much more than that um did her job did her job Elle scored the goal top scorer from last season uh, is catching up to Grace I think it's three Grace two L now for goals so that'll be a that'll be a battle 
one to watch throughout the season. Um, well, if Grace had turned up on time, we might have scored more goals. Well, yeah, uh, that is a massive fine, by the way, <laughs> for Grace choosing time with friends and family over the Yarra Jets. That's appalling. Who would do such a thing? Who would, you know, friends and family? Pah. But uh, I feel like when a- they did turn up, priority fresh legs <laughs> and created a bit of um, energy within the team when they took the field. So that was good. The lesson is never have fun outside of playing with us. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can be fun outside Nothing. of playing with us. <laughs> Impossible. No, no life allowed. Um, that's the lesson. But yeah, I think even though we had two losses on the weekend, I I don't think it was like anything to really despair about. I think both teams are still in a pretty good spot. We're good teams and we're going to win some games and we're probably going to lose some games and that's fine. We're, we're good teams and we're improving and that's really cool. So good stuff. Amazing. Great. Now this week we have a special segment, something that we don't normally have, but we have a bridge on the podcast because Sunday, for those who aren't aware, for those who forgot to call their mothers, it was Mother's Day. And Bridge, like quite a few of the jetties, I, I think we can genuinely have a seven-a-side team at this point. It'd be pretty close. Mm. Yeah. Bridge has a little bubba. His name is Angus. He's very cute. He has curly hair. And not only does Bridge have a little bubba, Bridge plays soccer, which, if you ask me, is very impressive. So <laughs> the first I'm question. I'm trying to. I'm trying to play soccer. Well, and then you did your quad. But, you know, we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> on that no. note, though, <laughs> I do want to check in with you because your life has been really dramatic over the last week. <laughs> Explain to us everything that has happened. Oh, it's been a week. It has really been a week. Well, yeah, as you said last week, it was my birthday on Sunday and I got to the game feeling positive, but also a little bit sad because, you know, I'm getting older and I'm now in my mid thirties and I'm like, that's fine. Like I'm, I'm playing people older than me playing soccer my mum something so I'm like it's fine and um yeah pulled my quad in the warm just by you know five aside training bit that was yeah I don't I have no idea how it happened but it, it was very sad and depressing and um and then started feeling a little bit sick on Monday the next day and did a rat and it was negative and just still didn't feel right. Tuesday morning, did another rat positive. So then I had a pulled quad and COVID and being depressed because I'm older <laughs> and trying to isolate from my one-year-old who I'm still breastfeeding um, so I don't give him COVID, which I don't think I have given him COVID. So that's really good but um yeah it's been a hard week yeah and you're you're also a teacher right so you'd been back at work for like a week and <laughs> then you get COVID yes <laughs> yes <laughs> I um yeah I've been on maternity leave for a year and just went back to work 
last week and yeah so not not the best timing I I do find it really funny it's like you're you're back into contact with kids for like one week and then it's like immediate COVID (laughs) (laughs) children are germ vectors we're assuming that's where you caught it bridge at school children are germs I, I don't actually know. I actually don't think there's anyone else at my school because we're a small school and my principal was saying there's no one else that's positive. So maybe I didn't get it at school. Maybe I got it, I don't know, at dinner on Friday night or anywhere. I wanted to ask, like, how was it last season and the season before? Um, obviously, 2020 didn't happen as a playing season, but you know, what was it like being able to be engaged with the group while not being able to play? Did you find that helpful? Did you find it, you know, supportive? Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, 2020 was a, I mean, we were all kind of out of it, weren't we? And we were doing things like um, Zoom yoga and quizzes and like different things to try and keep in contact with each other. And yeah, that was that was good 2021 um when I got when yeah wait so I got pregnant I'm trying to remember the timeline got pregnant in 2020 um had Angus in April last year 2021 and like I was really hopeful to stay as involved as I could I was thinking yeah I'll come and like be a manager or like coach or do something um I think I under much being a mum would change my life and how busy I would be and um, all of that but um, staying connected to the club has been it's been really possible Um, just I've always felt quite included like even though I wasn't playing um, you know when people are going to the pub like you know you just feel included and going to watch games Um, everyone's so friendly and um, I guess because it was that transition year as well from moving from the other club to the jetties, I think that made it probably a bit harder for me to st- stay connected. But um, because there were so many of us that came from the other club, there were enough people that I, you know, am friends with and have known for a few years to, to still stay connected. Um, but the jetties have been really good um, giving the mums a discount this year because um you know it is a barrier for women to get back or mothers to get back into playing if that's you know that's just like another thing on top of everything else that's making it hard um and you don't know if you're going to be able to train all the time and you don't know if you're going to be able to play all the time so it's definitely um helpful yeah yeah, awesome. Um, yes, I, there will be more words said about the other club when State <laughs> Three plays them. I'm, I'm sure. Oh my goodness! I'm so <laughs> excited for that. <laughs> the other club it sounds so mm. ominous. Um, I guess just the last thing you know, you spoke about the barriers to being a mom and to playing. Um, can you talk a little bit more about those barriers and what? you know the Jets have done slash can do slash what other clubs should be doing as well Mm. I mean I guess like one of the biggest barriers is like you know your physical um, recovery from carrying a baby for nine months and then 
you know, going through labor, whatever that is for that person. It's different for everyone, but um, yeah, like the changes to your body can be pretty dramatic. And I feel very fortunate that um, my body's recovered that I, so that I can play this year. And I would have actually played last year and I was like ready to come to training. And then Dan, the man called another lockdown. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, if the clubs can have physios, um, I don't think the jetties have a physio, um, but I think that sort of thing would be amazing that, you know, you are kind of coming back after not being as physical and not playing soccer for a long time. And, you know, like I did on last Sunday, like you might have injuries and um, you might need support to just stay, stay fit and strong and, I think having a physio around would be would be helpful. That's something that I don't know. Maybe we can try and work on with the jetties, um, and just like I think for the coaches and for the players to just be understanding that you know you might not be able to put soccer first anymore, and um, to just kind of accept that. Like if you can't make a training, you know yes you try and like block out every Tuesday Thursday for soccer but if your partner needs to do something and you have to be at home to look after your baby like you're just going to have to do it you're going to have to miss soccer and most people are really understanding um it's hard for me because generally I've always been like at training all the time and you know 99% of trainings I'd always be there like even if there were six people at training and it was pouring with rain and you know like no one else was there and lights weren't even working like I'd be there and so it's been really hard like having that shift in in myself that like I can't always put soccer like as high on my priority list anymore that's hard I guess people who haven't been through it can fully like grasp that that change um something that I hear a lot from other people who have <laughs> who have been through it and as I say we've we're accumulating somewhat of a seven aside now so I think what you're saying about the physio is a really is a really good one and maybe you know clubs making sure if they do have the resources to have a physio making sure that that physio has some sort of education or some sort of knowledge about uh you know coming back from from a pregnancy and an understanding of the physical changes that that entails because I think so often in my experience at football clubs community football clubs that have had physios you know it's often the the intern or I don't know what they what they I don't know if they're called interns the physio <laughs> intern the junior physio yeah who might not yeah. have had that education and might not be aware of you know the how to approach that properly you know they're just like yeah, let's yeah. do 20 car phrases it's like well that's not <laughs> gonna help <laughs> car phrases are good though <laughs> car, car, car phrases are great car phrases fix everything if you've ever been to a physio for a leg problem you do eight million car phrases and it makes it better somehow magically <laughs> Dutchie, do you have anything to say any questions I do, well just a, a reflection on mother's day like because you know if you listen to the podcast a few times you know I like checking out the socials of other clubs 
And I just noticed a lot of clubs where, you know, they put their Mother's Day post because it makes them look good. And they're all like, thanks to all the mothers for supporting the players and the juniors. And that just made me a little bit angry because I'm like, what about the mothers that play? Mm. Like, what about thanking the mothers that play and wishing them a happy Mother's Day and the role models that you are to other girls and women or players? Um, I just want to do a shout out to the mums at the club for that reason. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, that's a good point. Like I think, I mean, for me, it's really important for me to play, to be like a role model to Angus to show him that, you know, I'm more than just a mum. Like I'm a soccer player as well and that's part of my identity and like when you you become a mum, you kind of lose your identity a bit um, or it completely changes. And so playing soccer is really important and I think a lot of mums just kind of give it up and it's really important for, you know, if they can to keep playing and yeah, be those role models, role models for, um, for their kids and like other kids that are playing. Yeah. Yeah. A social media pros like that might be something that the other club that has been <laughs> aforementioned may be slightly guilty of. But at least they were. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about that at a later date. Now, we have our regular segments now to zoom through, but they can never be forgotten because they are very exciting. Our first segment, as ever, is our quiz question segment. So this can be a Yarra Jets question or it can be a general football question. Now, currently, the tally stands at myself with three points, Dutchie with three points, and the guests collectively with two points. So let's start off with Bridge's question for us. Bridge, what have you prepared for us today? Um, so I did mine like a Mother's Day themed question. Amazing. And I did like so much research. Like it's so hard, Taryn. I know you do like stats. It's so hard to find stats. Like <laughs> you Google questions and it's like nothing really comes up. And I went down this like big, deep, dark rabbit hole of like trying to find information. But anyway, um, my question is, um, there's two parts to it. So how many current Matildas players are parents, are mothers? Is it just one? No, it's two, I think. I think, yeah, because it's uh, Katrina Gorey and Tamika Yala. And Tamika, yeah. <sighs> I was going to say, Taryn, like extra <laughs> points, double points, not double points, extra one point if you get the names, but you got them. Well done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost I almost forgot about Tamika Yala. I was like, oh, Katrina Gorey and the baby that they didn't yeah. stop talking about for the entire <laughs> A-League women's season. Every yeah. single time she touched the ball, they were like, she has a baby. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God, we know. <laughs> 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 no, she has a baby. All right, great. Well, I'm going to give myself two for that. I'm going to give you. Mean, you nine. cannot. You can. Oh, am I getting one? Yeah. Getting okay, one. that's okay. I'm none, zero. Yeah, good. Okay. All right. <laughs> have right, I got the next you. question? Go okay. on. I reckon mine's going to be hard. So mine is a shout out to Nia, who I think we've talked a little bit about on the podcast. But Nia wears knee pads. I don't know if you've noticed it when she plays. And she's not a goalkeeper. Often you'll see goalkeepers wearing knee pads, but not players on the field. And because of this, she's affectionately known as Nia Pads. I don't know if you guys knew that. 
I just knew her as Swervy. No, she's called Mia Pads. That's what you got to start calling her as. Anyway, so I thought I'd ask a question in relation to knee pads or equipment. So in the FISA laws of the game, which law covers such matters as the wearing of knee pads? Now, have you got any idea? Or do you want me to tell you how many laws there are to give you a bit of a ballpark? Wait, so you want us to guess... The, yep. the lawn, like, like just 18.3 number. or uh, something. Even if you just guess the main number, I'll <laughs> give you it. Jesus Christ. I really want to win this competition. I've got to make the questions hard. That is so hard. Oh, I used not. to Okay. A... There's only 17 laws. Ref okay. and, like, studied the laws. Yeah, well, there's only 17. There's only 17, okay. Equipment. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Uh, I feel like it's down low then. Mm. Like, maybe 16 or 17. Number 16 or 17. Is that your know. final answer? Yes. All right. I'm going to go with four. Oh, Taryn, I hate you. <laughs> How did you guess that? I'm so annoyed right now. Are you kidding? Yeah, she just guessed it. Did you spell it? I did not. I didn't know. You can see, I d- you would have heard me type it. if I well, had been Googling it. You have to guess the next, like, law four point what? <laughs> uh all right I don't think it would be one because I reckon like one would be like this is my rationale okay I reckon 4.1 would be like gloves 4.2 might be like headgears and that I'm gonna go 4.3 no 4.4 sorry so it's uh, shin pads yeah and and there's all the laws about like you've got to have the matching you know if you're going to wear leggings they've got to match your shorts you know there's all of that um law four is the player's equipment and point four is other equipment which is where knee pads falls into it i'm just too good i just have too much knowledge so annoyed big brain i I thought that was going to get you i shouldn't have even given you a clue (laughs) okay my question should be easy okay Last night, the English WSL season concluded with a bang, the title going down to the last game of the season. Who was the team that won the title? And bonus point, if you can name the team that was relegated. Oh, well, I I know who won. Do you know who won, Bridge? No, I actually don't. I'm shocked. I'm a terrible human. Dadgy, tell us who won. Chelsea. It was massive because Arsenal and Chelsea were both in the running mm. and Chelsea got it and Sam Kerr kicked two amazing goals. Oh, correct. Yeah. Everyone who's listening, stop what you are doing and Google yes. Sam Kerr goals, Chelsea versus Manchester United, 8th of May. The first one is a left-footed volley, right? Left foot, her weaker foot, volley. The second one it's is ridiculous. a volley that she's controlled. Like she's she's controlled it with her chest, turned, swiveled, and <laughs> volleyed it into the back of the net. Unbelievable. They I, reckon, I reckon Loz should actually focus on that move. <laughs> <laughs> if Sam Kerr can do it, why can't you, Loz? Loz can definitely do it. I'm going to tell her to practice. I don't Loz. know who got relegated. God knows. Birmingham. Birmingham City got uh, relegated. I should have guessed. Is that who Ella played for last year? Last season? Yes. Yeah. See that? Yeah, Ella, yeah. Mastro, Ella Mastrantonio. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay. There you go. I am really disappointed in myself 
like mm. for not keeping up to date with this and I'm in isolation so like what the hell else have I you been probably doing had big life? mother's day celebrations I imagine you had all I that going literally, on literally was like isolating in my bedroom oh, <laughs> I'm sorry oh well look it up later <laughs> look it up later look it up so good it was at so, 9 p.m no one had any excuse you're all slackers so do I get a point mm. yeah you got a point okay great oh god so I'm sorry I'm sorry guest people for letting you down <laughs> so at the end of that segment we finish with a tally of Taryn six duchy five and guests two bridges that the guest down <laughs> i mean to be fair guessing law four was um <laughs> was very lucky so I actually studied the laws of the game. I, know. I, I thought you were going to get it, Rich, but you went the other way. I was like that. So embarrassed. Oh, yeah. dear. All right. On to our second segment. Now, this one we really are going to zoom through because it is a rate the food segment. But the first game at was, was an away game against Muriel Bark, the state three game. They only had alcohol. I had a Canadian club and dry. I had half a Canadian club and dry, which I bought out of guilt because I wanted to try Which something. Bought from the can- I bought one because ah. I was guilty and I wanted to try something from the canteen. And then I had half well, of it and I was like, I don't want this. And then I threw it out when I got home. So <laughs> <laughs> you're better than I am because I was all like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to buy anything from this club because they beat us. And then someone <laughs> reminded me on the pod that I said I'd support local. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. So I better go and check. Was ten? Yes, they just had alcohol and some. That's bags my of- kind of canteen. <laughs> I really felt like a sausage and bread or something. But anyway, well, they they started off good, Murrabark, because they had the announcement. They were like, "Today is our oh, feature yes. game," and then they listed everyone's names bit. and numbers. Yeah, it was like it yes. made us feel super special. And then they're like, "By the way, yeah. no canteen and no referee, and also." <laughs> Um, we beat you and also you can have alcohol and that's it and the <laughs> bag like, of chips it's like I'm in Merle Bark what can I do with this it's 10 30 at night we haven't had dinner we're hungry what can we eat at night and I'm in Merle Bark and all Cold. you can offer me is Canadian club and dry <laughs> god damn it um and then state two is a home game which there was nothing we had no, no food. food no toasties it was terrible. It was boring. Yeah. Oh, on the toasty, on the toasty matter, I yeah. oh. was listening to your pod. Yeah. That I don't know if it was number one or number two, and I listened and I like yelled out in outrage because I did get offered a toasty by Cookie. Yes, good. And I just wanted to clarify that as well. A cold toasty because you would have come off the game, off the pitch. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said no, but um, I was offered. Excellent. Cookie did her job. Good. Good, good, good. <laughs> well, yeah, I did apologize for that last episode. We are, we are did, very we into truth telling here at the Yarra Jets pod. <laughs> all right. Third segment. That was very loud. All right. I apologize to headphone users. Moment of the week, which again needs no introduction because it is the moment of the week. Bridge. What was your moment of the week? Um, can it be today? It can be today, of course. Is that okay? Um, well, as I said, I've been isolating the, like, this is my sixth day and I've been 
you know, staying away from Angus. But today we were like, okay, well, we've pretty much done seven days. Like I'll spend a little bit more time with my mask on and the doors open. And so it was like the first time that I got to just hang out with him a little bit today and we were outside and I was sweeping up and he was like using his little broom and sweeping up and the sun was shining and he was making cute noises. And he's like, he's like pretty much trying to run in like the week that I've not spent with him. He's like trying to run and like dribble little time with him outside after not seeing him much for a week yeah that's very sweet bridge does he have a little jetty's top no but someone needs to supply that he will wear it if bug the dog can get a yarra jet's top we can get one zangus <laughs> neopads yes. neopads can you get angus a top <laughs> surely like the junior juniors like the, the littlest juniors yeah like he could fit into that hopefully hopefully Dutchie what was your moment of the week well my moment of the week was when one of my favorite goalkeepers <laughs> played on the field Taryn um, but the best part was what like I kind of mentioned it when we told her to sprint at half time and like, because we don't see Taryn sprint that often. It's quite funny when you see her sprint because she puts her head down, like, <laughs> and I just, every time I saw it, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> but if anyone, like, sees you sprint again, like, you might have a run as goalkeeper. You know, you, you sometimes run and you put your head down. Just, like, oh, God, it's funny. It's hilarious. Look, Dutchie, I need to put my head down to lower my centre of gravity so that I can run faster. It's all planned. It's all a tactic. So, uh, you know, leave it. Leave Whatever it, to it the, takes. Leave it to the expert runners. You know. Okay. Just this everyone, is what, everyone check it out. It's this hilarious. is what peak physical performance looks like. <laughs> all right. Give us, give us your highlight of the week, Karen. Uh, honestly, honestly, my highlight of the week was playing on the field. (laughs) I can't, it was just so much fun. Um, I, I really love it. Uh, I'm not very good at it, but I love having a run. Um, yeah, I I can't add anything else to that. It It was genuinely like my favorite thing. Also, if you know, you know, the car ride on the way there, there'll be four people who know, was very entertaining. And we came up with a particular nickname for Neopads, which is, uh, I hope, sticks because it's very funny. Uh, but I don't know how much she likes the nickname, so I'm not going <laughs> to advertise it <laughs> until I get express permission. But that Are car you ride- tell us? Sorry? You're not going to tell us? Not until I get permission. Not until I get permission. Uh, she knows about it. She knows about it. She knows right. about it. The car, the car ride was a highlight. The car ride was a highlight. <laughs> I'll put it that way. <laughs> All right. Uh, so watch this space. We are approaching the time again on the pod, which I have been told multiple times is people's favourite section of the podcast. Oh, God, you're going to be disappointed tonight then. <laughs> got nothing. Scouting. Now, the first game 
is actually, well, the, the first game in chronological order is actually the State 2 game. Okay, let's talk about it first. Let's talk then. about that. So that's yeah. against a Barton United FC at Barton Recreation Reserve. How many times can you say Barton? Sunday, Barton. 15th of May at midday. Tell us about Barton United FC, Dutch. Well, I couldn't find a lot. Um, but if we just look at their scores and how they've been doing, it looks like they've had two losses and they've won. But now I'm questioning these results after you. They, I've got, they lost 2-1 to Mill Park. Oh, yep. They lost to Brunswick Zebras, but they defeated Melbourne Uni 3-2. But maybe we need to check that, Taryn. Oh. Now that you have said Melbourne Uni is so good. Um, they did. They finished at the top of State 3 last year, so they were promoted. Or maybe they were defeated by Melbourne Uni 3-2. Maybe we'll double-check that. They've got one women's team. It looks like, you know, they've got a good player list there. I don't think they're struggling for players. Um, looking at their websites and their socials, you know, they're truly multicultural. Their philosophy is based on inclu inclusivity and giving a fair go they're a not-for-profit club I like all of those things oh that's um, lovely so yeah, they're not just Taswegian nah nah they're just no Bridge Bridges <laughs> Tasmanian we didn't say that yeah <laughs> um yeah uh, and, and, half <laughs> and half Mauritian there you go very multicultural um yeah then you know looking at their websites they're very multicultural and I think all of those things are great um and also on their socials, there's good female representation. There was no issues with that. They were posting about the women's games and um, I, I liked all of that. So I don't really know much else about them, Taryn. I don't know what sort of game you're going to have. I think you might win. That would be my guess. Great. I, I um, hope we do. Yeah. If, we, if we don't win, I'm holding you personally responsible. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't be coming to watch. It's too far for me to drive. That's that's very fair. That's a very long way. Fair. But at least at twelve o'clock, you'll be done by two. You can all stop for lunch somewhere. Yeah, otherwise. and I reckon I will definitely plan to come watch the state three game afterwards. True. So yeah, good. Good. Now, speaking of that state three game, that is against Malvern City FC. It is at home, Sunday, fifteenth of May, three fifteen p.m. Did you have any more success with Malvern City? <sighs> Well, no, because all of their results weren't up on the website yet. Um, oh, Slack admin. Yeah, yeah. Get and I think, I think even results from last week haven't been put up. And this is why I'm annoyed. I I, prob I might email them, actually. I'll follow mm. up on that. And I realise we're doing this podcast. Like, we need yeah, to know. We need, I can't even tell you where they are on the ladder. I don't really know. But um, I know they beat Brunswick Zebras. 1-0, but they lost to Banyul City. It looks like Banyul City is the team to beat in State League 3. From what I can tell, they've been thrashing everybody. I don't want to look to see when we're playing them, but I'm sure they'll come up at some point. Um, Malvern City finished fifth in, in 2021. They won six of their 11 matches. They've got one women's team, um, 18 players listed, so they've got enough. They offer free rego, is what I found on the, uh, on the website. Um, but sadly... Very male-dominated posts on Instagram. Couldn't find very much at all about the women's team. Um, I did see that they made it to the third round of the Nike Cup, but there haven't been any posts since, and there's been lots about the men's team. So I'm going to call them out. Not good enough. So I hope we thrush them. Rubbish. Rubbish. Yep. Yeah. We pride ourselves on beating clubs that don't treat their women properly. 
Yeah, like Ashburton last week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, Taryn, I wanted to say I support your outrage like 100%. Like why were those boys training, like warming up on our ground when we were trying to warm up? Like that was just ridiculous. Why did they have the main ground? Like what? Like there's a lot of questions to be asked. And I Mm. actually uh, commentated a game on that ground the week after. Shout out to Addy, who started and played 90 minutes in a 3-0 win to Alamein. And it was a significantly better ground that adults should be playing on, while mm. kids can be on the smaller ground. And rant. <laughs> can we do the same rant next week? Just bring it up again? Well, I'm going to keep bringing it up yeah. every single week. This is a this is an anti Ashburton podcast. Not not their team. Their team. Their team was fine. The team was lovely. It's, it's, it's a club. It's the club. I'm sure they're just as frustrated as us. Um, so, on that note, sorry Ashburton, we will wrap it up there. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Yara Jets Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Taryn Hedo. You can find Dutchy on Twitter at Fiona Holland. As we ask all our guests, Bridge, do you want to be social media famous? Mm, no, I'm okay. <laughs> no. Follow me, follow the pod, follow Dutch, and do not, under any circumstances, follow Bridge. You can... You can... I'm a teacher. I need to be hidden. <laughs> <laughs> no one find any information out about Bridget. <laughs> You can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or via our RSS feed. I have been too lazy to do Google again, but it will happen. I promise you, you will be able to subscribe to us on Google. Again, any other platforms, please let me know, and I will endeavor to put them up on those platforms. Keep in mind, I'm lazy and also busy, so... You should lead with busy. Well, it's a bit of the, the two, it's problematic that the two at once, to be honest. It's, it's a problem in my life. <laughs> well, as always, it has been a pleasure. I have been your host, Taryn. And as Cookie says, I could be anything next week. Thank you so much and goodbye. Goodbye. See ya.